Welcome to Abide's Sleep Meditations. I'm Tyler Boss. Today's meditation is brought to you by our partners at Life Audio and sponsored by Health, Hope, and Inspiration, a podcast hosted by Reverend Percy McRae, created by City of Hope, designed to help answer questions about cancer and overall healthy living. For free cancer-fighting recipes, visit hhipodcast.com. Remember, you can have access to our full meditations commercial-free. Just text ABIDE to 22433 for 25% off. Now, relax your mind and body as we hear tonight's sleep story. Hello, and welcome to the sleep story from ABIDE. I'm Chloe, and it's my pleasure to lead you tonight in this bedtime travel story called Queenstown, the Jewel of New Zealand. I'm going to be your guide as we tour around the rugged and breathtaking landscape of this treasured location. We will be exploring the stunning township which is situated at the southern end of the little island nation of New Zealand or Aotearoa, as the native Māori people call it. The country itself is under down under. You'll find it if you fly right past Australia, just stopping shy of Antarctica. We will be hiking up to the pinnacles of the dramatic mountain range to gaze down upon the glistening lake below. And we will also take a stroll along the edge of Lake Wakatipu, exploring the marketplace and meeting the locals. As we travel, we will be meditating on scriptures like Psalm 95, verses 4 and 5, which reads, In his hands are the depths of the earth. The heights of the mountains are his also, and the sea is his, for he made it, and his hands formed the dry land. He is God of the heights and God of the depths, God of majesty and God of minutia. We will see God's majestic nature revealed in the dynamic scenery from this land at the far corner of the globe. You will taste and see his goodness with the eyes of your heart as you breathe in the pine-scented, crisp mountain air of Queenstown you will see why this place is known as the Jewel of New Zealand not only for its visible beauty, but also because of the tangible sense of peace and tranquility that rests upon this land. When God's kingdom touches a part of earth as it has in New Zealand, there's a sense that everything is right with the world and that the king is indeed on his throne. Before we begin our excursion to this jewel of Aotearoa, let's prepare for sleep 
and get into a place of complete comfort and rest. Snuggle into your bed. Pull the soft covers over you. Feel your eyes grow heavy and close them gently. Relax the muscles in your face. Become conscious of any tension in your body. And as you breathe, gently release it. Tension may collect in similar places for you. Perhaps in your jaw or shoulders. Inhale and exhale several times to relax those areas. You can let go of all the tightness that has built up throughout the day. Thoughts of the day might try to intrude upon your mind. Don't fight them. Allow them to pass through. As they come, give them to your Heavenly Father. 1 Peter 5.7 says, Cast your cares on Him because he cares for you. Inhale and exhale a few more times, gently and rhythmically. Know that you are held by the Father. You are safe in his arms. He cares for you. Everything that matters to you matters to him. He loves you so much. He has promised to never leave you or forsake you. There is nowhere safer than in the palm of his hand. Isaiah 54.10 tells us, Though the mountains be shaken and the hills be removed, Yet my unfailing love for you will not be shaken, nor my covenant of peace be removed, says the Lord who has compassion on you. Let's begin by committing this exploration to God in prayer. Dear loving Father, thank you for your glorious creation. Thank you for showing us your goodness and love in the nature we see around us. It leads us to worship you in awe and wonder. Guide this listener tonight as they engage their imagination to see your grandeur in creation. May the sights and scenes bring a sense of deep, peace. You hold the mountains and seas in the palm of your hand, and you hold the intricate detail of this child's life in your hand also. Allow them to cast their cares on you and find your peace. In Jesus' name, amen. Colloquially, 
Queenstown is called the Jewel of New Zealand. But that term will remind us that while mankind may prize pleasures and seek after thrills, Jesus said in Matthew 13 verse 45 and 46 that the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant seeking after fine pearls. And upon finding one pearl of great value, he went and sold all that he had and bought it. To the Father, we are the jewel so beyond value that he sent his Son to pay the extravagant price to purchase us for himself. Queenstown is most likely New Zealand's most attractive destination for both tourists and locals alike. Encircled by impressive mountains that are snow-capped most of the year round, the township of Queenstown is delicately poised on the edge of a glassy lake. This area is a hub of adventure, attracting pleasure-seekers and leisure-seekers alike. The often crisp, wintry air carries with it a sense of wonder and anticipation. It is the number one tourist destination in the whole country of Aotearoa, that is, the lovely New Zealand. It boasts a population of four million people. Queenstown itself hosts more than two million visitors per year, and it has an abundance of attractions and enticements for anyone. From adrenaline-producing outdoor pursuits like bungee jumping and jet boating on the Shotover River to relaxing trips like cruising the steamboat on Lake Wakatipu or tasting handmade chocolate in the local markets. The town is notable as New Zealand's favourite winter playground with a number of world-class ski fields in the surrounding mountain slopes and is a preeminent tourist destination in the Southern Hemisphere. Now, if you're ready, let me take you on an up-close and personal expedition of this jewel of New Zealand. You set off from New Zealand's largest city, Auckland, in the lush, semi-tropical North Island. Boarding a small airbus, you fly over the ocean divide into the South Island with its majestic mountains and rugged terrain. It's easy to see why only the most intrepid explorers dared to set foot here when New Zealand was first settled. This is the home country of Sir Edmund Hillary, who was the first man to summit Mount Everest the tallest mountain in the world. Though small, this island nation of Aotearoa seems to breed its fair share of courageous ones. It's a comfortable three-hour ride to your destination, and soon the intercom on the plane blares. 
the captain notifies all his passengers that Airbus 743 is about to begin its descent into the Queenstown Lake Basin. You must now buckle your seatbelt and remain stationary until further instruction. The runway is notoriously slim and compact, and the white mountains towering around it make the landing no small aeronautical feat. However, you are not only in a competent pilot's hands, but you have also placed yourself in the palm of God's hands, and you have no fear. You remember the comforting verse in Isaiah 41.10. So do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. The view out your small window becomes more and more spectacular as the scenery comes into focus. Soon enough, you are riding in the taxi, driving to the Lakeside Hotel. What a relief to step in the door, throw down your bags, and look with awe and wonder at the imposing snowy-peaked mountains and the mirror lake beneath. Autumn is just passing to make way for winter at this time, and every oak, beech, and poplar tree is adorned with flaming red robes and dazzling yellow leaves. The trees line the lake edge, their reflection on the surface of the glacial lake looks like each tree has its twin. The air is frosty. You can feel the snow from Antarctica in the not too far distance, wafting to the town. Perhaps during your stay, you will witness the Aurora Australis, the renowned Southern Lights. You put toasty mittens on your hands and wrap yourself in your puffer jacket and hat and set out to the marketplace. The centre of the town square, which sits on the lake's edge, is a thriving hustle and bustle of local merchants selling their handmade items. Customers from both near and far stop by to look through the items. One market stall is selling goat milk soaps for sensitive skin, scented with rose petals, cherry blossoms, and vanilla pods. Handmade sterling silver jewellery catches your eye as it glints in the sun on a rustic wooden bench. A gruff-looking old farmer is selling woolen scarves, hats and mittens. He grins widely as you pause to see his items, 
and he starts sharing about his sheep in the hills beyond. He speaks earnestly about how they have sacrificed their warm coats so that we might stay warm and snug in the chill climate, while they brave the frosty nights and endure the glacial temperatures. You are reminded of so very many scriptures where we are likened to sheep. Psalm 100 verse 3 reads, Know that the Lord, He is God. It is He who made us, and we are His. We are His people and the sheep of His pasture. You are the sheep of His care. Matthew 9, 36 in the Passion Translation says, When he saw the vast crowds of people, Jesus' heart was deeply moved with compassion because they seemed weary and helpless, like wandering sheep without a shepherd. He also tells us in John 10, 11, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. You are his sheep, but instead of you laying down your life, you have an all-loving shepherd who lays down his life for you instead. What a marvelous and humbling thought. He is your good shepherd. And yet, he is also the innocent, spotless Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the entire world. As these thoughts pass through your mind and make your heart burst with gratitude towards your innocent Saviour with his sacrificial love, other market-goers have come to the stall to purchase gloves and hats. You decide to buy a snuggly scarf to warm your neck and to help you recall this moment. You wave to the no longer gruff-looking farmer. You have taken a glimpse into the softness of his heart, like your own compassionate shepherd. You meander along the glassy lake edge, smelling hot coffee brewing, and the local chocolate shop that makes handmade chocolates. But you long to gaze at the glory of God's creation from a high vantage point. So you make your way up the forest walk to the skyline platform which overlooks the whole land. All the sights and sounds of the town's attractions immediately disappear in this sanctuary of nature. You can almost imagine that you are the only one in this forest. You can only hear the wind rustling through the tips of the pines far above your head. You whisper to yourself and to God the verse in Isaiah 60, 13. The glory of Lebanon shall come to you. The cypress, the plain, and the pine. 
to beautify the place of my sanctuary, and I will make the place of my feet glorious. The path climbs steadily upward through rich dark green fir trees and knobbly pines. The air is scented like spices at Christmas time, and the golden afternoon sun streams through the pine needles. As you reach the top of the skyline and emerge out of the pine forest, you sense that this whole walk has been one long prayer pilgrimage. If your soul was a vessel, it would be an earthen cup brimming over with reverence for your Creator God. His goodness can be tangibly felt in places like this. The view from the top almost takes your breath away. The alpine ranges in the distance are accurately called the Remarkables. They are indeed remarkable. And behind you is a white-capped mountain called Coronet Peak. So named because it is like the crowning glory of this place. Up here in the heights, with a God's eye view on everything below, it's patently obvious why this location is so well loved and why it is known as the Jewel of New Zealand. Not only for the visible beauty, but for a tangible sense of peace and calm. Everything seems right with the world up here. You inhale deeply and breathe in the pine-scented crisp mountain air. You feel the peace of God all over you. Jesus, the Prince of Peace, has sent his Holy Spirit to grow within you the fruit of peace. You don't need to strive for it. Simply allow it to blossom within you as you gaze on the Lord. Standing up here brings another verse to mind, from Isaiah 52 verse 7. How beautiful upon the mountains are the feet of those who bring good news, who publishes peace, who brings good news of happiness, who publishes salvation, who says to Zion, your God reigns. Your God reigns. He reigns over every situation in your life. No matter how big it feels. It could feel like this mountain, but it is tiny to God. He can throw it into the sea with a word from his mouth. He simply asks you to trust him. Fully trust your maker to take care of the big and the small in your life. 
Meditate again on Psalm 95, verses 4 and 5, which reads, In his hand are the depths of the earth. The heights of the mountains are his also. The sea is his, for he made it, and his hands formed the dry land. He is God of the mountains and God of the seas. He is inviting you to give him not only the important issues of your life, but also the details. Listen as I read the psalm again, this time in the Passion Translation. In one hand he holds the mysteries of the earth, and in the other he holds the highest mountain peaks. He's the owner of every ocean, the engineer and sculptor of earth itself. Let the truth of this verse build the trust in your heart. He's got you. Instead of walking back down the forest path, you decide to treat yourself to a ride on a skyline gondola down the slope. The sun is setting, and the orange glow being reflected on the white peaks makes it look like the hills are on fire. The lights in the town below are turning on. It will soon look like a sparkling Christmas tree from above. You arrive in the town and stroll around the Queenstown Gardens. Your day in Queenstown is drawing to a close. You know that high adrenaline snowboarding on the black diamond slopes isn't for you on this peaceful trip. So you decide to crown this perfect day with a dinner cruise on the steamboat. The TSS Earnslaw is a 1912 Edwardian twin-screw steamer on Lake Wakatipu. It is one of the oldest tourist attractions in central Otago and the only remaining commercial passenger-carrying coal-fired steamship in the southern hemisphere. Once you embark, you take your time to explore the decks and the bridge. But the sunset is so glorious that you are content to simply sit back and relax while enjoying a delicious hot meal. The lights from the town twinkle back at you. The stars above are coming out. You had prayed almost an unspoken prayer to God that the Aurora Australis might make its appearance during this visit. It's a treat to even the locals, so you hold it loosely. But lo and behold, those shimmering blue and green and turquoise ribbons of colour start dancing in the black sky overhead. 
you are spellbound. Sacred awe is the only way to describe how you feel. Perhaps King David expresses it best in Psalm 65, 8. They who dwell in the ends of the earth stand in awe of your signs. You make the dawn and the sunset shout for joy. Here, in the farthest corner of the earth, you stand in awestruck wonderment at the signs in the heavens. The aurora is shouting for joy at the Creator God, and your heart bursts with praise for Him. Let's pray. Dear Father and Creator, you are so good. As David declared in Psalm 65, you answer us with awesome and righteous deeds. You are the hope of the ends of the earth and the farthest seas. You formed the mountains by your power and armed yourself with strength. You stilled the roaring of the seas, the roaring of their waves and the turmoil of the nations. The whole earth is filled with awe at your wonders. Where morning dawns, where evening fades, you call forth songs of joy. We rejoice at your goodness, Lord. We are held breathless by your power and might. We are humbled that you would love us the way you do. We can't thank you enough, Father. In Jesus' name, amen. Your day in Queenstown, the jewel of New Zealand, has come to a close. And what a climactic point to end on. You are leaving to go back home with a tangible sense of peace, as well as a deeper feeling of amazement with God than you've had before. It would only be fitting to close with a prayer from Aotearoa itself. Listen as I read the night prayer from the New Zealand prayer book. Lord, it is night. The night is for stillness. Let us be still in the presence of God. It is night after a long day. What has been done has been done. What has not been done has not been done. Let it be. The night is dark. Let our fears of the darkness of the world and of our own lives rest in you. The night is quiet. Let the quietness of your peace enfold us, all dear to us, and all who have no peace. 
The night heralds the dawn. Let us look expectantly to a new day, new joys, new possibilities. In your name we pray. Amen. Thank you for travelling with me on this exploration of Queenstown, the jewel of New Zealand. I hope the images and scenery continue to give you a sense of serenity and wonder. And if your feet ever lead you to this beautiful land, you will see God's grandeur with your own eyes. Until the next time, may you abide in Christ.